the Car Girl 710. Well, today is Tuesday. Wow, that's actually recording. We have a guest speaker today. Well, we're going to call her the fourth wheel. Because we're three wheels, four. Four wheels. Yeah, that would make sense, I guess. You need four wheels on a car, by the way. That's why. Oh, that's, that's a very why. good point. Yes, I, I am the fourth wheel. Gina Lee, Master Service Advisor. <laughs> certified. Master that's Certified. That's only because, except for D, I had been there the longest. <laughs> As since the dinosaurs roamed since the earth, dinosaurs. yeah, and there was tar. Gina, tell us a little bit about stuff. You're from Kansas. I I am. I am from Kansas. Are you Dorothy? And the, is that your other name, Dorothy? If I only had a dime. <laughs> Every time. No, it's Toto. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'm from Kansas and born and raised there. And I came from literally a one block town. Population maybe 15. And that's one probably five. One five. Fifteen people. Yeah, the There's... only light was in my dad's front yard. Is there, is there a Starbucks there? Uh, didn't even know what that was until Candy. Circle candy. Until Candy took me. Three bars, four churches. It was. A, it was a town. It, was a it had a bar, and it had the Baptist church right up the road. So you know, I don't know. And you did a, a lot of praying. That's grandma. for sure. My mom and my dad still live there. My grandparents have since passed on, uh, but my brother still lives back home in, in Kansas. Two of my brothers do. One brother lives in Michigan. One sister lives in Ohio. What's the population now there? <laughs> well, actually, nine, because the two homes behind the Wheel Inn Cafe, yes, Large Marge, uh, <laughs> that my family built... They wow. also built my grandmother's house behind it because she worked there, and my uncle's house behind it because he worked. And then they built a motel for the harvesters coming Is in. Is this the Lee town? Very rural. It, well, yeah, kind of. They should have named it Lee, Yeah, right? they should have. They should have. <laughs> they like had a gas majority. station, you know, where you actually go out and pump the gas for the customers and stuff. And I then miss that. If you're my grandfather, somebody drives off, you take your shotgun and you pepper their tailgate. You know, oh yeah. Problem was, Dad was a sheriff, so that didn't that didn't go well when he had Dad, to go. Dad was a sheriff. Have a little. <laughs> no, Cheyenne County. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, Cheyenne County, not Wheeler. How long have you been in Arizona? I came here to this job, and so it's been twenty, going to be twenty six years, May fifteenth. Wow. Well, yeah. And you have three girls. Three girls, and I have six grandbabies, and. I kind of like to go places about seven years and then move on. But when I got here, they told me they weren't going. <laughs> and this is, they liked it here. And this is where they were going to stay, whether I stayed or not. So, so everybody's to, here. Had to plant some roots. But I go home and see my, my mom and dad all the time. And then I take my grandbabies with me so they can get a little taste of the country life. You say nice. babies, but aren't like one of them in college and one's coming up? He's still my baby. <laughs> still my the baby. Babies. What were you saying about our next episode? Our next episode is is we want to talk about how to pick your your service advisor, how to find that right person, that right fit for you. So Gina, well, I think from the beginning it was just because whoever they made reservations for and didn't have an advisor, and it and it was mine. But over time. It became uh, a relationship with the customers that I had, and I built from there. And then 
word of mouth would send people to me. And a lot of times it's about the relationship that I do build and the, the customer being comfortable enough to recommend somebody to me. And not always do I keep them. Every now and then there's a few that will, I had one guy and I, I appreciated him doing this saying, Gina, I haven't have a problem with you, but I'm just, I just think I want to work with a guy. I want to work with somebody else. Absolutely, because it's about them. And that's so, okay, right? It's yeah, okay. absolutely it's okay. So you want to really listen to your people. You want them to be comfortable. You want to build that relationship. And then from there, it builds to people referring them, you know, other people to you. And, and in my case, because I've been there for so long, some of mine are the kids. Generations. Of the people that I've already been helping over the years. Yeah. Wow. Well, I I, th- I personally think they pick you because you are kind, you're trustworthy, you are you know what you're doing. You can be inappropriate with your customers converse- in the conversation. After I get and to I know them. I think they love that. Yes, <laughs> depending on who it is. You know, the ones from, uh, can I say Seizure World? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> from Seizure World and they're like 85, I got to be careful. <laughs> But then again, some of them are worse than I am. So you never you never really know. But it, it, it's really all about building that relationship on that service drive with that, that person. And you're going to build trust. You're going to, you know, we t- talked about it earlier, authenticity, transparency. You want to, you want them to be able to call you at any time, you know, that, that they need your help and they know that you're going to be there for them. Accessible. It's, yeah, accessible. Reachable reachable all of that stuff i know that you don't waver from your desk much you no. like to stay right there no do you find that that's the lifeblood of your... absolutely okay everything anything and everything for the most part that i do i don't need to go look at the car with the technician they're the technician i'm not i don't need mm-hmm. somebody i don't need them to tell me now if there's something that i can't explain in layman's terms to a customer and those are the questions that I ask the technician is the questions that I think that the customer would answer so that I can an- or ask so that I can answer them in a way that they understand and not necessarily a technical way. But this is what's broke. This is what it does. And this is what you got to do to fix it. But I don't need to be out in the technician's bay to do that. I'm going to miss calls. I'm going to miss. Well, and they're people. working. They're working. They're earning a living, too, by working yeah, on cars. Yeah. So. And they don't need me in their way. The only time I would go out there. Same thing you said is. Mm-hmm. Can you show it to me so I can understand what I'm gonna, about to explain? Right. And, yeah. I can, and if I tell them I've looked at it, then I, I've yeah. looked at it. Yeah. Well, I found that I would say I actually saw this. I actually put my yeah. eyeballs on Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So I was a little more in the shop than, mm-hmm. than you were. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and that's okay, too. That's just how every advisor works differently and what's comfortable for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody needs to do it their own way because, again, it creates authenticity you want to be real about what it is you're telling somebody if you take care of the customer you don't have to add up at the end of the month where you're going to be you're just going to still be okay yeah are you talking like in yourself your own paycheck yeah your paycheck if you don't add it up as you go along and you just take care of the customer then it'll it'll work itself out it'll just you do what you need to do you you do do the right thing it's gonna it's gonna show you do the right thing you're after almost 26 years if you do the right thing and you're gonna make enough money to take care of your own family Mm -hmm. um, I think that's the biggest thing about it and also listening to the customer because a lot of times you know you got a you got a lady from Sun Lakes that her husband's taking care of her vehicle 
forever and then he passed away and oh, now she's yeah. got to figure it out or the single mom and a lot of it is learning you know what their body posture is telling you and or they're angry but a lot of times it could be just because they're scared because they can't mm-hmm. afford to fix their vehicle yeah they have no idea because what... of a fixed income and they don't know they yeah. don't know what's going on they don't know what questions to ask they don't know if what i'm telling them is going to be true so you got to build that dif- that relationship mm-hmm. so that you can build it so and they can understand I have a question so that the first the person that comes in the very first time how, how do you build that relationship what do you how do you make them comfortable I walk around the car with him okay. when I'm doing my walk around and I look for the badges if they've got a kid then we talk about the kid I'm all about kids so <laughs> it's very easy for me to talk to them about their kids and um, you know sometimes it's maybe the stickers on the back of the car or the handicap sticker even in the in the window we you know we might talk about that hey well, what do you have to have a do you start limping sticker? what happened when you're walking around you see the handicap I gimp so you you find common ground I find common ground I want to I want to know about them I find out about them as we're walking around and I'm checking their tires and I'm you know checking for dents and things or whatever right and walk up to the front of the I make it all about them. It's so easy. Cause That's why like, you're a good advisor. People <laughs> like to tell you things, especially if they're comfortable with you. So they like to tell you things. They like to tell you what's going on with their life. Where they? I ask them where they work. You know what? I'll even just say, you know what? And it's true. I want to know because we're in the car business for so long. This is all that we know. So I'll just ask them, you know, what do you do? I'm here for so many years and this is all I knew. What do you do? So... I just want to know what kind of life is out there beyond the cars that wow. are and, here. So. And listeners, you should know that it's not just a sales ploy. That's not a way to not upsell. Not at all. No. Um, it has nothing you, to do with the you, sell. It, you're no. there 10, sometimes 11 hours mm-hmm. a day. You're building that relationship, and you're really building a relationship. I, I'm making an sure. investment into them so that they know that. And that's my whole thing, with the sing, especially with the single parents and the people from Sun Lakes. I... I, I I want them to know that they can come to a place and know that they're that I'm going to teach them, I'm going to coach them. Right. And then they're still going to make ultimately the indecision and they're but they're going to have choices and they're going to understand why they need to make a decision on what they and if they want to go to a second opinion, they're more than welcome to, but you know, I'm going to I'm going to build it first and then let them decide what they want to do. Yeah, and, and the advisor's job is just to tell you what it needs, you say yes or no. Mhm. Advise you on what you should do, what you can wait on, and what's you know critical. Good advisor will do that. Yeah, there's like like three stages. Now can wait and think about this. And the thing is about that though is if you build that relationship, the things that you would normally not maybe leave on the table because you they may not ever be back. Mm -hmm. When you build that relationship, you can do that. You can say, hey, we can do this today. On your next oil change, we can do this. And on that, and then break it up for them so it doesn't hit them so hard. I would say that's but how I would have to have But you have to have that relationship. Yeah. yeah, and that's how I would have to do it. Yeah. And that's the thing about being a service advisor. Sometimes you can't compare your own checkbook to maybe the person standing in front of you. Right. Um, so that kind of makes it a little different. It's probably one of the biggest lessons I learned at the very beginning is, I ain't got that kind of money. How are they going to afford yeah. it? You know, but I can't compare myself to them because I don't know what their life is. You're, I can't You're an advisor. You're supposed to That's all I am. to tell. Yeah, which sometimes building that relationship, I will say, does get me in trouble because now I'm, you know, especially like Bud Passerby, who's been my customer since 94 and drives down from Happy Jack. <laughs> Just for a freaking oil change and passes by his brother's 
dealership, you know, <laughs> just, I'm not that good. That's Anybody can safe. do an oil That's change. Something. But you, you do get an emotional investment in some of these people and you got to be really careful then too, right. because you still have a job to do for the company. Exactly. It's a fine line. It is a fine line. It is a fine line. But I'd rather walk the side of having the relationship with them than just being an information giver that looks like or feels like they don't care. I want them to know I care. I want them to to be okay. I've been there. I, I didn't know. You know? I had to learn, too. So... You were my trainer. Mm-hmm. 20-some, <laughs> three 20s, years ago. 20, yeah. So by default, yeah. you were my trainer because she was my trainer. <laughs> right. That was a long road I went challing out. And Dee was like the number one service advisor at yeah. that time. And I would always try to beat you at customers. <laughs> yeah. I almost had you there, your last month and then the last survey you came through and she beat me. <laughs> that was just when a- I first got there, D was the service manager. She just oh, became the service yeah. manager. Yeah. I don't remember. It's too long ago. <laughs> it was a long time. So one, one thing that I think is uh, important in building the relationship is that once you build that relationship with that service advisor, they're going to share with you things that maybe advisors wouldn't, like if there's a coupon out there. Oh, for sure. Or if there's some kind of a discount that week on something. For or if sure. there's some kind of assistance you might be able to get yeah. them through the manufacturer. Yeah. That's another reason to build that relationship. So Absolutely. That, because you're going to do those little things for them. Oh, I, oh yes. Oh, wash yeah. their car. Make wash sure their it's car. Up. Make sure there's no Make hiccup sure in them Make sure it's cleaned inside, not just an outside wash. Just all of that stuff. Have it on the drive when they're ready. Yep. You treat everybody the same. However, the ones that keep coming back to me <laughs> just, over the years. Just like tonight, we went and we just said goodbye to our favorite bartender, and it was amazing. <laughs> it was, okay. how'd you say goodbye? Why is it, it was so one, amazing? It was one penny. Was our, oh. We got, oh. we got martinis for a penny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Oh. So, well, we, I, we've been going to him for a couple yeah, years. Yeah. And uh, we've always paid our, so we've always paid for our bill before. So did he the penny? I mean, just no, what no, did no, he no. get? He got 50 bucks in tip. Oh. Yeah. Not so 2020? Like, I mean, Plus, it's his last day, so we, uh, he's, been, he's done a good job for all of us. Johnny. Oh. <laughs> Johnny? His name is Johnny. There's a million Johnnies out there. That's true. Yeah, and I loved just, them all. He just added us to his oh, car yeah. account. <laughs> we told him we made him do Cargirl 710. Yeah. Instagram. Excellent. That's how you can get us. Cargirl. So I think really the reason that you're so successful is that you do care about your customers. I, I truly do. I think that's and I that's just, what people should look for, somebody that really cares, I think. I, I, mm-hmm. I really do. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, after 26 years, I, I could have moved up in management, but one, why would I pick a, take a pay cut? <laughs> Not <laughs> happening. And and two, I, I still, for the most part, I'm older, so I get tired quicker, but for the most part, I still get a kick out of watching those taillights go, and everybody's done a good job. Everybody who, from the greeter, which is the first impression, to the technician, we, yeah. which we have great technicians, I, I feel Amazing like. Amazing technicians. Um, I can trust them. I don't have to question them. They, they tell me straight up what's, what's wrong and what we need to do so I can tell the customer and, you know, all the way down to the car wash, you know, trying to get it down there and getting the job done right. 
Wasn't it amazing at the end when it all comes together like a symphony? Yeah, when <laughs> like, it com- when it comes together like it should, it's a good feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, that was a lot of good shit, man. Okay, we're for Cynthia's doing a nice loud belch. Good so. beer. Wow, well here. Good that, beer. Here's good good friends. What what we all say now? What are we talking about? We're gonna gonna say thank you. Thank you, thank you, Gina. Oh, I'm so glad you came over tonight to record. Thank you. Thank you. See what we're doing. Glad I could contribute something for you, and we want um, you to come back. Yeah. So so here's to Cargirl 710. Thank you, Gina. Very much. Thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. Very grateful. Thanks for listening. This was Cargirl 710, signing out.